Welcome to the Craft to Career Podcast with Elizabeth Chapel, where every week we dive into how you can turn your craft into a successful career. Get ready to have the career you've always dreamed of. Hello, and welcome to episode 49 of the Craft to Career Podcast. This is Elizabeth, the host of the podcast. This week, I'm excited to have a guest who hosts a company of virtual assistants. I was super intrigued. So Christy Yoder is the guest, and she reached out to me and told me a bit about her company and what she does, and I was very intrigued because hiring help once your business is growing, it's a necessity. And I've gone about that by hiring people that I know. I don't know much about hiring virtual assistants. And so when she told me that that's what she does, she runs an entire company of virtual assistants. If you need help, reach out to her and she can match you up with a virtual assistant to take stuff off your plate, you know, to help you with different things in your business. I was very intrigued. I definitely wanted to bring her on the show and to just have her tell us a bit about how that works and what that looks like. Before we jump in and before you meet Christy, I am really excited to tell you all about the progress of my students. So just a few weeks ago, I opened up the craft to career course and that's, you know, taking the things that are on the podcast and applying it in real life. I just want to say how excited I am to see the students in the course actively growing their craft into a career, the progress that I'm seeing, the movement forward, the tangible steps that I'm seeing the students take. It is exhilarating. It is just awesome. And if this is something that you are interested in, if you want me to hold your hand to help guide you into how to turn your craft into a career, then join the wait list and I will reach out the next time the craft to career course opens. This is something I'm passionate about and I just am so excited to see how this is going for the students. And soon I plan to have some of the students come on the podcast and talk about their business, what they've learned in the course, how things are growing and changing for them in their business. So I'm really excited to have that down the road for you. But now let's jump in and let me introduce you to Christy Yoder. Christy, thank you so much for being on the Craft to Career podcast. I'm really excited to have someone who specializes in, well, actually, I'm going to leave it to you. Why don't you go ahead and tell our listeners what you do? Sure. Um, well, thank you for having me, Elizabeth. I'm so excited to share all the knowledge that I have learned in the past, you know, from starting my own business. But anyway, um, a little bit about me. Uh, I, I was born and raised in Manila, Philippines. So I am a Filipina based here in Ohio. And currently, I'm not liking the weather in Ohio because it's super (laughs) cold and, you know, it's pretty outside. If you walk, you know, it's all white and you're like kind of like in a Disney movie, but Mm -hmm. it doesn't feel good. So, um, yeah, so I I am based here in Ohio. I am the founder and CEO of Smart VAs. Smart VAs is a virtual assistant agency. And I am also the host of the Master Delegator podcast where I teach entrepreneurs and leaders to grow their businesses by delegating. And as a multi-skilled person, I consider myself a multi-skilled person. Um, I humbly work my way from being a freelance virtual assistant and digital marketer to becoming an entrepreneur. And I am passionate about helping 
stressed and overwhelmed business owners get their time, freedom, and life back while running a successful business. And I have built and trained a team based in the Philippines to help business owners scale their businesses while while living a freedom-filled lifestyle. Because I know that that's one of the reasons why we started our own business, right? We want to have freedom and flexibility and we want to to do the things that we want to do. And now, as of today, I, mm-hmm. I am now leading more than 70 plus team members. And together with my team, we have served more than 200 businesses in the U.S., since 2020 and um, I grew my business from you know zero dollar income to now close to seven figure revenue and I desire to help business owners do the same or not or if not do better um, Mm -hmm. by hiring virtual assistants or by outsourcing or by delegating or in short just simply by you know asking help from other people. I love it I mean there is not a person on the planet who's going to hear the word delegate and think, no, thanks. I mean, all of us, it's so nice to be like, here, do this for me. But I'm curious, you mentioned in there that you started out being a virtual assistant. Is that right? Exactly. Yes. So how, what did you do? How did they find you? Like, how did that work out? It's, it's a very interesting story because I, I didn't think about being a virtual assistant at first. Um, I didn't even know back then that I was a virtual assistant I thought you know because a virtual assistant is a freelancer right so I call Mm -hmm. myself a freelancer and so and I think a few years ago like maybe three four years ago uh, the virtual assistant industry was booming uh, because of all the technology that that has been you know created or launched Um, Mm -hmm. and so um, I was a full-time I was a full-time worker and then you know in a corporate job and then I met my husband so my husband is American so he's here in the states and then when we've gotten serious in our relationship we decided that I should move to the states so I can be with my husband and I can be with his family as well and so I, I'm the type of person who, who loves family so much and they are my priority. So I thought that when I get married, I want to be able to spend time with my husband. I want to be able to spend time with my kids. You know, I don't want to hire like somebody to take care of my kids because that's my responsibility, you know. And so I thought, well, why shouldn't I look for like a job online or why, why, why don't I try to like become a freelancer? And like what I mentioned earlier, I consider myself a multi-skilled person. Like I can learn things very quickly. There's a saying, you know, like Jill of all trades, but master of none. I feel like I'm that mm-hmm, kind of mm-hmm. person, you know, I, I <laughs> yeah. know how to do everything, but I'm not really, I have, I haven't mastered any of them but I know how to do them and I know how to do them excellently but I'm not really you know I I I find it hard to choose one thing that I just want you know when I can do five things that I really like you know Mm -hmm. so I'm that type of person and so I started learning about social media I started learning about website development and I started from I I started from there I I honed on my social media skills and website skills. I also have 
when I was in college, I studied computer science. So uh, web development is something that's not really difficult for me to do because I have an idea on how to do it already. But I just need to, you know, I just need to be updated on what tools I can use out there like Squarespace, Shopify, WordPress. And so I started from there. And then um, your second question is how I found my clients, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, during that time, I didn't know how to find clients. And so I was Mm -hmm. just trying and testing different methods on how to find clients. And so I tried Instagram. And during that time, Instagram, Instagram wasn't really like a thing uh, compared to what it is now, you know. So I went on Instagram and I messaged um, a few business owners and I wasn't really sure if it will work or not. So I think mm-hmm. I messaged like three or five and two of them responded back to my message and they scheduled a call with me to kind of see if I'm the right fit for their business. And you know what? One of those two business owners who responded to me Mm -hmm. he's still my client up until now and I'm not really really doing the task anymore yeah (laughs) that's I mean I just love that you reached out to people so often people are afraid to to do that you know like oh what if I but you just did it and now it's paid as literally paid off for years and when did you do that like what year ish was that I think that was like 2018 Okay. 2018. Wow. Yeah. That's and awesome. During that time, I'm not really, I wasn't really afraid or scared of DMing somebody because I was just, you know, desperate to find a client. And so I got to do what I need, what mm-hmm. I need to do. And it yep. worked. And from there, you know, um, when I moved back to the States um, and I expanded my network, I got so stressed and overwhelmed uh, with client staffs, projects, and also, you know, taking on sales calls. And so from there, I decided to hire other people to help me um, in the business. How did you choose those people? Like, how did you train and find people to join you in your business? Um, Well, at first, I reached out to my friends um, in the Philippines because most of my friends in the Philippines, they are also like technical kind of you mm-hmm. know like me and so I reach out to them if they are willing to like uh, work part-time for me or if they know somebody and so since and then a few of them you know they are they were during that time when I messaged them they were looking for a part-time job online because um, in the Philippines they don't really get paid that much compared to how we are um, mm-hmm. paid here in the states well the cur- the currency is also different so if they get paid in dollars even if if that amount is not you know in it's not competitive to to the minimum wage here in the states it's still you know a big amount in the philippines and so um, a few of my friends helped me out and then um and then there, there there came a time when I ran out of friends to reach out to because, you know, I mean, it's not that I ran out of friends, but I, I ran out of, you know, technical friends whom I think would be able to help me out with my business. And so I tried um, looking for virtual assistants using Facebook ads. Um, okay. And also I tried, I tried Upwork, but I, I don't know, I just don't. I recommend it because it's a very saturated place and it's really hard to 
it's really hard to filter out, you know, people that mm-hmm. you think would who's be good, who's best not best for your business. Yeah, because if you post something there, you'll have like 30, 50, you know, applicants. And it's like, this is just overwhelming to like go through each each of the resumes. So um, mm-hmm. I use Facebook ads um, and then because with Facebook ads, I can control it. Like, for instance, if I already received five ap- applications, then I can stop the ad. And so that's how I started it. And from there, you know, I just made sure that I have the right questions to ask those people if they are the right fit for for my business. Awesome. And if they have the right skills. And then how, so my listeners who are, are small business owners and they're, A, I ask these questions because I like my listeners to think, okay, if I want to grow a business, let's learn from this. I could do what Christy did, but also Mm -hmm. they're most likely going to be looking for an assistant sooner than later. So can you speak to what your virtual assistants can help with? Yeah. So virtual assistants, I just want to make sure that people have the correct definition of a virtual assistant and what they really do. Because I feel like other business owners, when they think of when they hear the word virtual assistant, they think of them as like your online secretary, right, yep. you know, um, that if you don't like doing something, you can you can tell that person, you know, to do that task for you. But that's not really what a virtual assistant is. So a virtual assistant nowadays, since, you know, it has evolved since the mm-hmm. pandemic, um, a virtual assistant is an independent contractor working remotely and so they cannot they cannot only do admin tasks for you but they can do different things such as social media management website design graphics podcast editing video editing podcast outreach um, also research and even seo or google ads so there are like admin virtual assistants and there are also technical virtual assistants so you have you just have to make sure that you find the correct VA that will add value to your business and that will be able to help you out with what you need. Okay. And so when you say find the correct VA, do you mean well probably both skill set but also like what's really going to help your business? Should you be doing Google Ads at this point or do you need more help with SEO or that kind of a thing? Mhm. Yep. Mhm. And what kind of price point do you have? Is it based on what a person needs? Is it based on your employee and their experience or how does that work? Oh yeah. Um, so we have, um, so the lowest plan that we have is for 40 hours. And then the second plan is for 80 hours. And then the highest plan is 160 hours um, a month. So the 40 hour plan, um, it's $800 per month. So that's at $20 per hour. Mm-hmm. And when you move up to the second plan, the 80 hours a month, it's $18 per hour. Okay. And when you move to the highest plan, which is the full-time plan, 160 hours, it's $15 per hour. Now, this investment, you are pay, you are like paying for for one team not just for one virtual assistant. Mm-hmm. So keep that in mind. This is not just one person. This is a whole t- the whole team that uh, you're investing in. So you can hire a team of virtual assistants, you know, with smart VAs with my agency for the price of one plus other benefits like 
you know, one thing that I mentioned, you get a project manager as well. Okay. And so you could say this month, I want to work on Google ads. And then next month, can I use your other virtual assistant? So you kind of get the whole team and you can move around what you want to focus on. Exactly. Yeah. Because, you know, as a business owner, I know that our needs, you know, it change, you know, from day to day. You may need somebody who can research on something today, but tomorrow you might need somebody to create a graphic or the following week, you might need somebody to, to do social media management. And, you know, and, and that's okay because I know, and I've experienced it firsthand that, you know, we may have a strategy today, but we need to test out that strategy. So if that strategy does not work for a month, then you might have to come up with a different strategy the following month. Maybe you think, Social media management is where you can get clients, but after a month, you see that there are no results. Then you can pivot to a different strategy for for the next month, and you don't have to worry about looking for another person to do to implement those strategies because you have a team already. Oh, that's slick. And sometimes, I mean, even if I have a really killer ad that brought in a ton of people, they only have so long of a shelf life and then you got to try something else, you know? So okay. it's nice mm-hmm. to have all within one agency where you can say, okay, let's try this now and let's try this. It's good to just mix it mm-hmm. up, you know? Right. That's yeah. really cool. So, okay. If you had to think of the one area of all of your virtual assistants, is there one area that people generally use the most? Yep. Mm-hmm. I actually just recently asked my operations manager to, kind of list down the top three services that we are offering to our clients. So based on my experience, I'm not saying that this is the same with other you mm-hmm. know, people, but the first one is social media management. I'm not surprised. Editing. Yep. Video <laughs> editing mm-hmm. and also podcast management, those three. Okay. And the videos, do you know if they're mostly for social media or YouTube or? It's, it's mostly for YouTube. Okay. And also online courses. Oh, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. That makes sense. Yeah. And do you have a trial period if people want to try out the virtual assistant? Is it like try for one month or three months or how does that work? So when you sign up for any of our plans, we expect for us to work together for three months. Okay. So maybe maybe that's like a probationary period to kind of see if we are the right fit for you. Um, the reason why there's a three month kind of like contract period um, is because, you know, relationship is something that you have to be intentional and it doesn't happen in just a week or a month. Sometimes you have to like really communicate with your VAs or your project leaders and meet with them more than once or twice or thrice to kind of build that trust, you know, mm-hmm. that, 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 that is needed in order for you to, to work um, effectively, because without relationship, without trust, as a business owner, it it will be hard for you to let go of the task that you are currently doing. So to answer your question, we have a three-month period. And after the three months, if you feel like um, it's not going to work, then you are free to, to go. But at least we tried, you know, within three months to kind of see, you know, how we would best um, help your business grow and find, you know, our, like, you know, your, your groove to working with other, other people. Mm-hmm. I've seen that too. Like there's a learning curve on both ends where 
as you are growing as a business owner, it, you have to learn how to let go of things and let other people do it and to learn how to create that content ahead of time so that they can work with it. Or, you know, there's, there's a learning curve and then learning how to communicate. And I do think that that's fair to give it at least three months to figure that out, you know, mm-hmm. and see how exactly. it's going to go. Yeah. And also like, um, hiring a virtual assistant, this is not a short term short-term strategy it's a long-term strategy because this is an investment so you know other people ask me so how do I hire a virtual assistant well first you have to you have to change your mindset that when you hire somebody it's an investment you should expect you know a return because you're investing and you won't have a return if you're only working together for a month or two Mm -hmm. you know you need to really work that you know work out whatever it is that you need to work out, you know, your relationship, your communication. And, you know, it's also important that you give feedback to your VA so that your VA also knows how to improve his or her work. Yeah. And so if you were to speak to a new creative entrepreneur who's thinking about hiring a VA, what suggestions would you have? My suggestion would be, and this is also one of the things that I have been noticing with other business owners, is that they don't know what to delegate. So Mm. when you think of hiring a virtual assistant, you have to make sure, like what I said, you have to think long term. You have to integrate your VA into your current strategy or whatever strategy it is that you are going to do in the next few months. It's not just, okay, I'm tired today. Maybe I should find somebody to do my social media management for a month. And then after a month, you're going to let go of your virtual assistant. That, that, that is not how it works because your virtual assistant is also expecting for the both of you to work long term. So my advice is don't hire a virtual assistant if you don't know what you are going to delegate. And if you don't have a strategy for your virtual assistant, Um, I mean, not for your virtual assistant, but strategy for your business on how you're going to grow your business. So I think of it this way. So like, for example, you, Elizabeth, if you want to hire a virtual assistant, you should ask yourself, okay, what are my goals for the next quarter? So if my goal for the next quarter is to um, have more visibility and awareness for my podcast, then I would hire a podcast manager. And then... Um, you have to make sure that you know your metric, you know, so that you can measure yeah. your success. Okay, for the next quarter, I'm going to start um, hiring a VA to do podcast outreach for me or to post on social media for me. And we're going to try that for like maybe three to six months because podcast is a long-term strategy. Yep. Yeah. So you have sometimes you have to like spend a year or a year and a half be- before you can really see increase in you know, in your listeners. So you have to have a strategy and you have to to share that strategy with your VA because your VA is the one implementing that strategy. So first, ask yourself, what is your goal or what are your goals for the next quarter or for this year? And then what are the things that you need to do in order to achieve that goal? And once you have listed down all the things that you need to do to achieve those goals, then list down the things that you, the business owner, can do or you're passionate about doing. So let's just say you've listed down 10 tasks that you need to do in order to achieve that 
that goal that you have and you find that those 10 tasks, only three of them are the, the things that you are passionate about doing. Because I believe that as business owners, we should only do the things that matters the most to our business and also uh, something that we are passionate about doing. So if those three tasks are the things that you think you need to focus on, then delegate the rest. Delegate the seven items on your list to your virtual assistant. And also, you know, you have to explain to your virtual assistant why you are delegating those seven tasks. You're 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 not just going to delegate that task because you don't like doing it, you know. You have to explain to your VA that I'm delegating this task to you because I am trusting you that you can help me with this business. These seven tasks that I have for you, this will help me achieve my goals after the end of the quarter or after the end of the year. So that way, both of you are like kind of like accountable to one another and you you are both working towards your goal. So again, it's not just you're delegating because you're lazy to do something or you don't want to do something, but you have to always have intention and purpose for every task that you are delegating. Mm, I like that. I also, I don't know, this is something that has been hard for me. I usually am a fly by the seat of my pants. If I'm going to post something on social media today, I'll look around and decide And now trying to shift to getting people to help, it's like, oh, Mm -hmm. I need to get a bunch of content to you ahead of time. This is very different for me. So Mm -hmm. have you seen people struggle with that too? Yeah, yes. Yeah. I mean, business owners, like we have different kind of personality and our different personality, it's kind of, it speaks to how we do things. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm kind of like you too. I, I love doing things, you know um spontaneously Mm -hmm. you know when I like a post I'll scroll on Instagram and then oh I like this and I'm gonna copy that I'm gonna post the same thing the next day Mm -hmm. but I've learned that I have to plan out if we need to plan out our life we need to plan out our business as well because if not we're gonna be stressed and overwhelmed because we are not prepared we are not ready and also you have to also kind of keep in mind that even if you plan your your day or your strategy like make room for like for for spontaneous activity you know mm-hmm. like make room for fun you know you ha- you don't have to be like very strict with your plan uh you have to also give room for mistakes because even how even however we plan out our business or our our life you know mistakes are inevitable and those will help us grow even more as a business owner so Um, if you are the type of person like Elizabeth or me, you know, we don't like planning things out ahead of time. We just want to, you know, Mm -hmm. because sometimes we have that adrenaline, adrenaline rush, like, oh, I'm in the mood to, to do this today, but we didn't really plan out what we're going to do, uh, for today. You know, um, it's important that we know what we need to focus on as a business owner and we need to focus on only the things that matters the most to our business, which is sales strategy and creative thinking and outside the things outside those three things that I mentioned we have to like delegate them Mm -hmm. and it's true I mean I will say having to have a game plan of what are my goals for the year break it up into the quarter and then how are we going to accomplish that and what information do I need to get that it it does help. It helps the business. Like it will bring you to the next level. And being able to delegate some of those things where I can focus on the areas where I'm needed 
and the areas mm-hmm. where I'm not, it really does help with growth. So it is, it is a really, I mean, once a business owner gets to a point where they have that luxury, where they can afford to do that, right. I do recommend it. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, it's not easy at first. It's hard. You know, even with me, it's still kind of difficult right now, you know, because I have to really grow as a business owner and knowing that I have 70 plus people relying on me, Mm -hmm. like I have to like step up my game. I have to plan out because if I don't plan, those 70 people are just waiting for me, you know, Mm -hmm. although they are very proactive, but I am still the business owner. I, I make you know, the important decisions in, in my business. Yeah, exactly. So if you were to give just one last piece of advice to a creative entrepreneur in general, either a virtual assistant or just in general, what advice would you share with someone who is starting a business? Um, if you are just starting out your business or if you plan, you know, to start a business or if you already have a business, but you are still not where you want to be, always think about your why. Hmm. Why? Like, why did you start your business? You know, kind of like myself, you know, what, what I shared early on, you know, early on that I started my business because I want to spend time with my husband. I want to spend time with my kids, you know, in the future whenever we, we have kids. Mm-hmm. And so think about your why. You should always look back and reflect on why you started your business in the first place. Because if you don't know your why, you will easily give up. Hmm. You know, like our our journey, our life as an entrepreneur, it's not easy. It's not for for weak people, you know. Mm-hmm. It's not for the faint hearts, faint of hearts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um so you but if you know the reason why you're doing your business, then you will have the motivation and the energy and the inspiration to keep on keeping on. Even even when hiring a virtual assistant, you know, why? Why am I hiring the, a virtual assistant in the first place? So you need to always ask yourself why. And you know what? I think it's important for us to ask ourselves questions because us business owners, we're always fond of, you know, asking people questions, especially you, me, Elizabeth, (laughs) you know, we are podcast hosts. We love asking people questions. But when it comes to like asking ourselves difficult questions, we tend to ignore them because, you know, we don't want to really see what's in our heart because, you know, sometimes uh, we don't, maybe sometimes we don't know what's the answer to, to the why question or sometimes pride, ego gets in the way and we don't really, um, we don't really know or we can't find the exact answers to, to the why question. Well, that is beautiful. And I have experienced that myself recently where I had to really step back and wait, why? Oh, right. Okay. No, we're good. I'm happy. I'm doing this. Like, this is why. And that's very beautifully said. And I really like that, which you mentioned, you just slipped in there, but can you tell us more if people want to find you? You have a podcast. Where's your website? Where can people find you if they want to to reach out and learn more? Sure. Well, I love people. I love talking to them. I love connecting with them and I love building relationships. So if you are on Instagram, please follow me on Instagram, Christy, that's K-R-I-S-T-Y, Abby, A-B-B-Y, 
Yoder, Y-O-D-E-R. Um, please, if you're listening to this and if you want to kind of get to know each other or if you have questions about hiring virtual assistants, you know, just message me on Instagram and I will get back to you. And you can also visit our website if you want to list if you want to learn more about our services, smart virtual assistants, assistants like A S S I S T A T A N T S. So virtual smart virtual assistants.com and my podcast. It's all about delegation, hiring virtual assistants, and how you can grow as a business owner when it comes to leading other people and leading yourself as well. Um, please listen to Master Delegator Podcast. Uh, we're on Spotify, iTunes, and all other podcast platforms. Perfect. And I will put a link of all of those that you just mentioned in the show notes. So if a listener is wondering, where is that? It's quilterscandy.com. Go to the podcast. And this is the episode with Christy Yoder. And all of those links will be right there as well. So Christy, thank you so much for being on the podcast. It was a pleasure and very insightful to learn from you. So thank you. Well, no, thank you. Thank you for giving me a platform, you know, to to educate more business owners and to help them grow their business successfully. Yes. Well, our pleasure. It's always interesting to hear how other people have started and how their industry works, especially when it benefits us. So this has been Mm -hmm. awesome. Thank you. You're welcome. Christy, thank you so much for being on the podcast. It was fascinating to hear how you got started in this industry and the ins and outs of how this works. If you're listening and you think, hmm, that's pretty interesting, be sure to visit the show notes where you can find all the contact information for Christy. The show notes are at quilterscandy.com and go to the podcast area. This is episode 49 with Christy Yoder, and you can find all of her links and information there. And if there's someone who you would love to hear on the podcast, maybe a topic you want to hear more about or a guest that really intrigues you that you'd like to have on the podcast, just reach out and let me know. I love bringing guests on this show that are of interest to the listeners, and I absolutely love hearing and learning new things. So I've got some great people lined up, but if there's someone who you are really dying to hear about or intrigued to know more about how they did this or that, let me know. I really want to tailor this show to you listeners. And if you are liking the podcast, go ahead and leave a review. Let me know what is resonating, what's helpful for you, what you're enjoying about the podcast. And be sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. I will be back next Friday with a whole new episode of the Craft to Career podcast. And until then, have a wonderful week. Mm -hmm.